attention, please. The Magic Garway Podcast is now leaving from New Orleans for an artistic tour of all things Disney. Jumbo, everyone. Rumble. Hi, Mr. Anonymous here, and you are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast. Magic Our Way takes an artistic view of all things Disney-related. Join your hosts, Kevin and Danny, Marvel expert and proprietor of ivorycomics.com, Eli, and your personal earmarked travel agent, you've got a friend in Lee, Lee Lastavica. Come join the Mile Weekend Nation on social media and at magicourway.com. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way podcast. podcast. Asante Sun, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking Disney stuff. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And with us today, we have our travel agent from Magical Moments Vacation, Mr. Lee Lastavica. Hi, Lee. Howdy. In the studio once again. How about that? How about it? He Twice. never leaves. I, I keep trying to kick him out. He won't go anywhere. That's, that's the strangest thing. And we have our resident comic genius from ivorycomics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, Eli? By the bing, by the boom. Realist comic artist in the room. How you doing? There you go. So, guys, today we're bringing you part two of our interview with Mr. Matt Hotchberg of WDW Today fame. And so, man, enough of my jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Tie your napkin. Guys, this is the guest services segment of our show, and it's one of my favorite segments, man, because this is a chance where we get to interact, whether, albeit indirectly, with our listeners, our fans, our Moeekans, even our super fans. So, first person up, we got a little... Uh, voicemail from Mr. Richard Hercher, a.k.a. Mr. Monamas. Here we go. Right. This is Mr. Monamas live in the stretching room at the Haunted Mansion. We're actually going under the burn today because we're in Disneyland. Hope to see you all real soon. Take care. He was in the Disneyland Haunted Mansion. Yes. Aww. Yeah, that's where he was. So he sent us a little voicemail message while he was out there. So thank you very much. That was awesome. Yeah, very Man. awesome. And they're going under the burn. Yeah, they're going under. They took the elevator down because it actually works over there. You know, I'm going to Disney World in like two weeks, and I'm jealous because <laughs> he went to Disneyland and got to see the Hatbox Ghost, and I'm just kind of bummed. But he thought of you. Oh, you know, October. I, I appreciate that. But October. Yeah. October. I've got, I've got no Hatbox Ghost. I've got October. no Anna, Elsa. Yeah. October. October. Don't mm. you have enough of my money? <laughs> <laughs> no. Can you get your head off my wallet? No, he cannot. <laughs> Get it out of my pocket. Put your hand in your wallet. You shake it. Lee Lastavica's hand in there. <laughs> Just like Mickey. That's right. All right. So we got another message coming up. Here we go. Who's next? This is someone we haven't heard from the show in a long time. The Chief has decided to call in with a speak pipe message, which you could do straight from our website on the right-hand side of the page. So let's give it to the big Chief. Fish oh, on hi, Chief. Hello. Hi, Chief. Wow. Hail, Chief. Here we go. Yo. <laughs> Danny, Kevin, my main man, Eli, and of course, Lee, (laughs) it's Chief Woo Woo, live, not from the Magic Kingdom, not from Epcot, not from Hollywood, oh yeah, we don't want to go to Hollywood Studios, there's nothing left, (laughs) and not for Animal Kingdom, because who wants to go there anyways? (laughs) The only reason to go to Animal Kingdom is to turn around and go to Epcot. Anyways, I'm live from Dubai, where I'm on a top-secret mission. Yeah, you know what I'm doing in Dubai. This place is crazy, by the way. Can't even get alcohol over here. Anyways, I'm in Dubai recruiting. Recruiting more Malakins for the Malakin Nation. And while I'm over here for two weeks... I'm listening to your podcast, and they're making me feel like home. <laughs> and, oh, by the way, for your listeners, if you're hearing my voice, I'm recording this on SpeakPipe. 
Didn't even know what speak pipe was till I went to Twitter, clicked on the Magic Our Way feed with episode 102, the founder of Mouse Mingle, and found this speak pipe, send a voicemail. I figured I'd do it. And what the heck? That was easy. <laughs> Take care, guys. Fish Sean Wu out live from Dubai. I'll be back in the States hopefully by the end of May. That's man. awesome. Thank you, Big Chief. And oh. Man, I'm glad you're safe <laughs> over yeah. there. He's going the to the Middle East to recruit listeners, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dubai like Moweekins. Yes. Yeah. Hey. Dubai Moweekins. Yeah, I want you to buy me some M&Ms and bring them back. I want to see what they look like in a foreign country. Probably can't read M&Ms on them. You know, you are so lost on culture. The man's in Dubai and all you can think about is M&Ms. Well, they probably don't have tacos. So. <laughs> he He's listening to us in Dubai. How about yeah, that? That's I awesome. love that. And he's calling in. You know, that's a challenge to all of them. Because if you go abroad, if you go overseas, man, let's see how far you can get. Can you outrun the chief? He's in Dubai. How far is that? That's far. That's, that's really that's far. far. That's far. That's so, Jeff Far. Let's see. That's Jeff <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's far. So let's see who can top that, man. Who can top Dubai from New Orleans? Measure that on your Google Maps, man. It'll tell you how to get there. It'll even tell you to swim. How about that? I, I you know what though? Hey, Chief, if you're listening, I am sorry that there's no alcohol for you to have over there. So hopefully you what can is that? you can weird. get intoxicated on the, the joy and laughter that you hear from us over here in the States doing MOW. That, that that keep you happy. Just, yeah. just, just avoid Egyptian air right now. Oh no. God! But uh, can I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> he sounds so much subdued though without his fire water. Yeah, yeah. he does. But when that I heard a that, pretty short message. It was, but when I heard his voice when he kicks in with that lie, oh man, it gets me every time. It does. It it, it does. warms the cockles of the heart, man. It does. Yeah. Just in case you would like to know, it's seven thousand nine hundred and eighty-three miles from New Orleans to Dubai. Dubai. So top that. And you can't and- top that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, right. stay safe, Chief. Stay yeah. safe. Okay. Yeah. Always good to hear from you, Big Chief. And I don't know how... Um, I don't know if, if he's recording right now, but guys, man, check out the Chief on WDW Navigators. Uh, they do a show every week. Him. Yeah. Also, so- Listener X, Keith, he's on there as well. Suzy Q. Right. Single ride along. Kylo Rob. Kylo Rob. Yeah. Yeah. Check those guys out. They're fun as hell. Love talking to those guys. Hoping I, I can hook up with them when we go up there in a couple of weeks. But um, I don't know. It'll be a different kind of thing without you. I'll be with my family. I don't know. I, I don't know what family friendly fish on Wu is like. That's probably <laughs> what we just heard. <laughs> We've heard good things about it. So, you know, he, he'll be on the best behavior, but he might be like, come on, Danny. <laughs> Let's just break away and just go ahead and try to sneak in a line. Yeah, it's probably like coming to the men's bathroom, I'll slide you some Jim Bean un- under the stall. Oh, or yeah. <laughs> That's still the best. Like, we're like, come on, come hang out. We'll, we'll pay for your ticket. He's like, no, nah, I don't need that. It's like, <laughs> you know, like, no, we got you. Nah, I'm good. I'm, a, I'm good. And he's got good. his ways. The chief has his ways. He does. He's got like some Jedi mind trick thing going on. I tell, I'm bummed Rob got away, man. Shoot. I, I it would have been cool to spend a little extra time with Rob, man. I, yeah, I, I had fun, but Rob was like, no, y'all about to get the legal mm-hmm. stuff. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm single rider line. I'm keeping it that way. Single rider line out. Who's next? All right, <laughs> and we got a few emails, guys. If you want to email us, email us at show at magicrway.com that we can get in touch with us. Send us your emails, your thoughts, or whatever else. And the first email we got is from uh, John Stallings. He says, hey, guys, I really enjoyed your interview, both parts, with Lee Cockrell. I have been listening to his podcast for a month or two. Disney has become the feeder of my midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> it was great to hear his laughter and his sense of humor. Keep up the great work. I'm looking forward to all your future episodes. I have you saved in my RSS reader. Thanks, John Stallings. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. Very <laughs> Very much, man. Glad you enjoyed that show. I'm glad we're the theater of your midlife crisis because this is our part time job <laughs> for our midlife crisis. You so, know, it's uh, funny. I, re- I wrote him back and I told him that. I was like, yeah, did this you? Is, yeah. I said, this is our midlife crisis. That's our handling. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad our midlife crisis coping is helping you cope with your midlife crisis. We're all in yeah. crisis. I would have rather had a Mercedes, but that's cool. <laughs> yeah, there's that. It's well, still time. Sell some more vacation. <laughs> yeah. So. Yes. And w- hey, and, 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 <laughs> at- <laughs> hey, it's good. Look forward to the future shows. But hey, 
Listen to the past shows too. They're funny. They're entertaining. Get the whole history. Right. If you're in this crisis mode, help yourself. And if you want the Cliff Notes version, uh, this summer I'm working on the best of Magic Ride podcast. So hopefully we'll get that out in the very near future. So if you get the Cliff Notes version, you're like, hey, man. I like that little segment. I wonder what the rest of the show is like. Then you can go back and listen to the rest of them. We'll have yes. it on the website. It's just as bad as what you just heard. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's some high points. You can, you know, like you say, hey, off the top, right? You know, there's the Maleficent series. You yeah, can check yeah. that out. You know, I think the Mouse Mingle one was good. Oh, yeah. I love you the know? Mouse Mingle. No, Mouse yeah. Mingle was great. That was like one of our first interviews. Yeah, awesome. so that's two right off the bat. Go check that out, sir. That's in the past, but you can still make your way back to the future. And you, you don't can't need teach to do that. that. You can't teach that. That's right. You don't need Doc Brown for that. Well, John, thank you so much, man. We appreciate We look forward to hearing more from you, man, so don't be a stranger. And that goes for all of you Moe Weekends out there and our, any new listeners, man. Uh, any and all opinions are welcome on the show, and I can't stress that enough because that's one of the reasons why I created the show because a lot of my opinions were not were pretty much ignored. One show is only one I read. So I wanted to make sure everybody has a forum on this show to put off whatever opinion they want uh, whenever they want to do so. You can, can I tell you that guy doesn't ignore you anymore? No, no, not <laughs> you're kind, anymore. You're kind of a big deal now. Yeah, there you go. That's all good. Who's next? All right. So first, before we give him further thanks, uh, you probably heard of our security officer for the Moican Nation, Mr. Kirk Landry. Yes. From down to Bayou in Lafouche Parish. Yes, sir. Beautiful team of weekend. That's right. He's, he came up with a couple of names. We got to make a decision here. What oh, we want to call him? Okay. He uh, offers him a weekend. You know, that's a, that's his professional title. But you know, his pals he will either call him Beaufort team of weekend or Roscoe P weekend. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think? What strikes your fancy? I, I like I either think it one. Fun to say Roscoe. It's just fun to say Roscoe. <laughs> it's just as fun to say Buford. Yeah, I like Buford. Like I can, like I like the Jackie Gleason voice just as much as I like Roscoe. Somebody should go and punch your mama. <laughs> we, he, he needs a deputy, so maybe there's another yeah. cop out there that um, we can. And he could be one or the other. <laughs> Can he come on and someone just Enos say, Timo. <laughs> oh, Enos. Enos. Cousin Enos. But okay, so, All right, so what do you think? So what do you want? So I like I like I like Buford, but I mean you know because but if you say I'm Enos, flexible, I can I, I yeah. prefer Buford. Maybe that's just because of what we talked about earlier. Y'all like Roscoe? Y'all y'all two like Roscoe? We I don't mind like- Roscoe. I mean, I like I like either one. Hashtag Team Buford over here. <laughs> there you go. Right. By the way, that's right. Civil War. <laughs> yes. Hashtag Buford. Hashtag Roscoe. <laughs> Who wins? That's right. That's right. Yeah, well, you can let us know what you think, man. You know, and then we'll ratify it on the next show. Yes. We'll, well we can't happen. ratify. The, the big chief is in. Dubai. Oh, he's in Dubai. We'll have to wait for him to ratify. But at least yes. we can make a decision on what it should be. Actually, we should just let him make the call. Okay. He is the chief. He has to ratify it. The Moicans can speak, but it doesn't matter because Big Chief got to ratify. We can, right. we can post it on Twitter to him, right? He sees Twitter, right? Yeah, he sees Twitter. He can see that. Yeah, there you go. All right, okay. so, Kirk, we're going to get you your official name very, very soon, and we'll post it on the website once the chief has made his decision because we're, we're split 50-50 on this side. Yes. That's what we get for having four people on the show. And when we're <laughs> split, we have to go to high chief. We have to defer to the high chief. So, there you go. So, Kirk. We got to thank you in the next segment. Who's next? Once again, the beignets are flowing and the battle continues between Rick Suero and Kirk Landry. <laughs> Both <laughs> of them again have sent us beignets and we definitely appreciate Jeez. it. The only thing that wins is diabetes. <laughs> oh, but those are so delicious though. They are. Oh good. man. When I worked at Cafe Mon, that was like the skinniest I ever was for some reason. We, we oh, also yeah. had metabolisms back then. I mean, I'm, oh, I miss that. my metabolism. Metabolism. Yeah. Hashtag miss my metabolism. I am with you there. Yeah, I wish I, I, I would have recognized that I had metabolism back then. Yeah, well, but sadly, I've lost a metabolism. And it's no, never you're not alone. Back. And Happens. just like John says, we're in our midlife crisis. Who said that? John uh, Stalling. Oh, John's. Oh, that's our, right. Yeah, he's, he's, we're helping his midlife. John Crisis. Yes, John Crisis. But we, we thank you for the. Uh, can the we send him some man. donuts? <laughs> yeah, we'll send you some. John, if you want some beignets, we'll send you some beignets too, man. We need we need all the love we can get. Guys, thank you so much for donating the beignets. Uh, we definitely appreciate it. They're only two fourteen for an order of three, and all that money that you donate it helps just goes right back into the show. You know, we got an LLC set up, so we don't touch it. You know, we didn't use it to buy that Ferrari that we have our back or that Lamborghini or that, you know, that Porsche that's sitting out there in the driveway. No, we didn't use that money for that. Mm-hmm. We we use it all back into the show. So it pays for web hosting. It pays for, well, not necessarily advertising, just basic runs of the show. You know, the equipment, keeping mm-hmm. that up, 
podcast hosting, Dropbox, Dropbox, uh, SpeakPipe, all the different things that go into keeping us as accessible as we can to you guys. So, and not uh, only that, guys, but just remember, like, it, like if you go on there and you donate us, you know, three beignets for two dollars and fourteen cents, and 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 that's a bargain. But I mean, just know that I'm full, Eli's full. Kevin's full, but Lee's out of beignet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. can, can we do like packages of four, maybe? Can, can mm-hmm. we? Can we? We might have to fight. Lee need to eat two. Yeah, Lee need to eat two. You know, and no, I need th- to eat two, two of them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, in, in, in slow down. <laughs> I'm just trying to get you one. Yeah, don't be greedy. You <laughs> want the world. He wants the world. You know, technically speaking, Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen in Disneyland, they do do orders of four, which is kind of weird. It is weird. It is weird. Normally, it's just our orders of three. Yes. But um, well, we could do that. Let me just order just order us two orders. I, I didn't like realize you were only supposed to eat one. What are you talking about? I always ate all three of them. I no, didn't. you eat all three. Oh, okay. I was. <laughs> but you don't want to get fat. My fat <laughs> was eating all three of them. I was going to say, looking at your waistline, I couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we got one other thing to do with Officer Moican. So here. Oh we go. wow! Wow. Okay. Oh, it's a boy. Hmm? Who's next? And he wrote us a he wrote us a message. He sent us a private message. I want to kind of share this out because this was kind of really cool. He said, uh, I listened to this week's podcast at work last night, and I have to say, I've just taken the first step into a larger world. Thanks for the warm welcome to the Moeka Nation. I was waiting to see what type of reception I'd get, and I was not disappointed. Even better than when Lou Mangiello said my name on one of his live broadcasts. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> Danny. Even better. <laughs> oh, look at that. He said, Danny, I didn't know your dad is a former cop. Please give him my regards. And if he is a former NOPD, he has my utmost respect. Oh, yes, wow. sir. He, he's a former NOPD, and uh, he's living the dream, working with the Saints. He's in Cancun. They're doing a team meeting in Cancun. Uh, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rough life. Rough life. It's good. Cancun yeah. is very nice. Yeah, I my daughter's off school right now. We thought we had somebody to watch the kid. And then next thing you know, I'm going to my Cancun. And my mom's like, you ain't going to Cancun without me. And so <laughs> you ain't going to be looking at women <laughs> sunbathing without me right there. That's right. <laughs> and last thing. Who's next? Um, she didn't really write in, but she's been conversing with us through social media, whether it is Facebook or whether it is through Twitter. And so I just want to give a shout out to a little friend over there in the United Kingdom. Uh, she goes by the name Emily Jane. And uh, I, I know she listens, and so I want to make sure you say hey. And we're going to come up with some kind of a weekend name for you. So if you want to send us some information, we'd love to. But I would just want to say, yeah, man, thank you for communicating with us. We love hearing from you. You know, she, she's always one of those that always participates. Her and, Doc, and Mr. Mononymous had a good conversation about the, uh, the article that Lee had posted regarding the, uh, what takes so long for Disney to build attractions and everything. It was a great back and forth of those two. It was, it was good to see that. We'll read that on a subsequent show. Oh, I'd love to get into that. Yeah, that, 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 that'll, be safe. that'll be safe for a definite hub segment show when we get around to it. So that's why we haven't read those out. And we do recognize that you guys have uh, uh, written answers to that and comments and everything else. Very engaged with that post. So we're going to turn that into one of our hub segments because that's a very good topic to talk about. So Emily Jane, expect a name in the near future, man. Uh, reach out to us show at magicrway.com man and thank you for listening and actually thank you for all you guys for listening we definitely appreciate it absolutely all right so guys thank you for writing in uh you can get in touch with us show at magicrway.com that is our new email address we'll be splattering social media out there along with our new logo if you have not seen it already we have a new logo coming up and eventually we'll turn that into a t-shirt and you can support that lovely little jungle cruise logo if you haven't seen it uh but yeah Thank you very much. Show at magicrway.com or you can call or text us at 1815 Mo Weekend. That's 1815 Mo Weekend. 669 4226, guys. And let's get on with some more magic. Hi, this is Bob from the WDW Pensy podcast in Long Beach, Mississippi. And you're listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana. Let's take a look at what's coming down the pike and let's say, all right, so what are you excited to see? Are you, are you excited to see Avatar Land? Do you see that as being something that uh, is going to help bring the crowds in? I will say this. Am I excited about the premise of, an, of a land based on the Avatar films? Absolutely not. I never even mm-hmm. saw the film and never really appealed to me, to be honest with you. But but I am excited to see it nonetheless because I know what Disney is capable of. Mm-hmm. And 
well, I keep using the same example, but this is the best example there is, which is New Fantasyland. They had a home run with that. It's beautiful. It's amazing. It's really, they did a really, really good job with it. It's exactly what they needed. So I have faith that the Imagineers know what they're doing. They're getting a lot of money for it. Thanks, James Cameron. And <laughs> they are going to do it upright. I think it's absolutely going to be a really great part of the uh, the park experience. I think it's going to be something we're all going to look forward to, even if you really don't care about the Avatar film. I don't think it's really the, 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 the important thing. I still think the rides are going to be fun. The area is going to be beautiful, and it's still going to be something you guys are going to be talking about and wanting to go see again and again because they're doing it right. They're spending the money on it, and it's going to be an immersive experience. And that's a great uh, thing, and that's something I've, I've often wanted to do as a kind of a side show over here is that, you know, a lot of times Disney bases, uh, it's, you know, okay, we're going to go ahead and go forward and producing this attraction based upon the fact that the movie hit well at the box office. When some of the best rides make the make the worst attractions, and some of the best attractions are the worst movies. Tower of Terror. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Steve Gutenberg. I apologize. So I I didn't have to go that far to prove my point. That's good. Uh, yeah, haunted mansions, right? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's like you can produce a movie that's terrible, but the attract like just because you can't sustain interest for two and a half hours. Doesn't mean you can't put together a nice little 10 to 15 minute thing. Like I know like when Atlantis opened, they were like, well, we were planning on doing an Atlantis ride, but because Atlantis didn't do well, we're not going to do that. And it's like, okay, I wasn't the biggest fan of Atlantis, but, but man, can it's you a imagine if risk. They, yeah. Can you imagine if they would have done it, how good it could have, my kid loves it, Atlantis. It, it would have done well as a nice little 10 to 15 minute attraction. So, I mean, I think there's a lot of good movies that they've um, done that they, they have not done successfully done an attraction on and i think that there are a lot of good uh, like toy story mania i don't think that's a great attraction i think it's an attraction and i think people like it and it's uh it's probably the only family friendly attraction over in the studio these mm-hmm. days and i think that's why it draws so many people but i don't know that it's a great attraction based upon a great film franchise you know i think toy story land whatever they build over there will probably be a better draw than a game that me and my daughter can play on the wii yeah, because right. you can't do Infinity no more. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Well, let's let's move on to, is there anything that we didn't cover that you would like to talk about, Matt? Well, you know, the Civil War was an interesting conflict. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that the... Uh, <laughs> Sherman's March to the South was incredible. <laughs> oh, I thought yeah. you were talking about Captain the Bad Kid and Iron Man. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh, I took it too far back. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, I got, I got a question. Okay. Matt, believe it or not, I've never taken a cruise in my life. Oh, my God. Never once. Not Disney, not Royal Caribbean, nothing. You never went to the Bahamas? Never went to the Never have taken a cruise. I've had so many people try and talk me into doing this. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm one of those people who get seasick, but I suspect I am. Mm. And if that were to happen, that would not be fun. Vacation over. So, I look, two questions here. One. As the Royal Caribbean man, have you ever been on a Carnival cruise ship? I have not. You have not? Okay. Two. (laughs) I was going to ask you to compare and contrast, but we'll move beyond that. Two. Why would I want a Royal Caribbean cruise over a Disney cruise? Well, I'll tell you, first of all, cruising in general is a fantastic way to vacation, to see the world, literally. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a hotel that you unpack once and you get to, it moves you to all these different places. Um, and you know, I started off taking Disney cruises because I love Disney World. And I said, "Well, they got Disney Cruise. Maybe I should check that out." And I did it a couple times. I said, "Wow, this is a lot of fun. I really enjoy this." And then I knew there were obviously competition out there. And just like the parks, you know, you guys have been, you went to Six Flags, you went to Universal, you went to other theme parks out there, and you said, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa. this is not <laughs> Disney World. Right. I'm going back to Disney World because mm-hmm. Disney does it right." And the thing was, when I went to when I took a Royal Caribbean cruise, I said, "Wow." This is actually a lot very similar to Disney. Why am I paying so much more money for Disney? <laughs> and and that was the that was the epiphany for me. And I started doing more and more Royal Caribbean cruises and I realized they do a great job. In fact, I think they do a, there are many aspects of the cruise experience they do much better at. And and this is the this is the hardest thing for people who are Disney Cruise Line fans to understand. This is not meant as an insult to them. Just I know this is the hardest thing for them to understand is that you ha- at some point, you have to understand that a Disney cruise and a Royal Caribbean cruise are very similar experiences. Disney does some things better, yes. Royal Caribbean does some things better. But they're very similar. So why are you paying literally thousands of dollars more for the Disney cruise line? And when you reach that 
that decision. And there are a ton of Disney fans that will back me up on this who have gone over to Royal Caribbean. They'll understand. Yeah, it totally makes sense. I mean, it's, it's a fantastic, amazing experience because Royal Caribbean builds these ships to be destinations in and of themselves. There is a ton of amazing things to do on there. And, and of course, you get to visit amazing parts of the world. When you factor it all in, that's what makes a really fun vacation. And what a lot of people say is, Matt, I'm going to do my land vacation. I'm going to Disney World. But for cruising, I go on Royal Caribbean. I think Disney Cruise Line does a great product, but their pricing is – you think Disney World pricing is bad. <laughs> Go look at their cruise line pricing because it is mind-bogglingly odd, and I'm putting that as nicely as I can. It just doesn't make any sense, but it's, it's a great vacation. I, I encourage all of you, even if you could go with Disney, that's cool. Do it. Absolutely. Try it out. Disney does a great cruise line. It's going to be expensive, but you're, you're used to that anyway. You're used to paying a lot of yeah. Disney. And um, try it out. Have I think you're going to really enjoy it, and then give Royal Caribbean a try. Come over, and uh, we'll, we we have a couple of group cruises lined up. Cruise mm-hmm. with me, um, and that's going on the cruise. We've got a couple. Really, you know, if you want oh, get out so of here! Oh, it's, that. yeah, we've got a lot, a lot of ex Disney people doing it together, and we can hang out. We'll, I love talking. We'll <laughs> talk about. We'll do exactly what we're doing right now, but, <laughs> but in the, person, <laughs> in person with a drink, right, yeah. or at, at by the pool, or. Mm. That's what. That's that's what. It's such a fun experience. You guys, I'm telling this to everybody when I say you guys. Try the cruise, whether no matter what you go with, it is a really compelling and fun experience for the entire family and tremendous value, except for Disney. Now, you, now Matt, you had me curious um, about Royal Caribbean because I'm not too familiar because they don't they don't depart out of New Orleans often, so I'm, I don't get to experience as often. Yeah, uh, I've been on Carnival cruises, I've been on uh, Disney cruises. In fact, I have one booked for Mardi Gras next year, uh, but I never Royal Caribbean never really came on my radar. But now you kind of have my curiosity peaked, so I'm wondering uh, the level of service. That, you know, as compared, you know, Carnival Disney is going to be kind of night and day ish, you know, um, but the level of service between Royal Caribbean as well as Disney Cruise, would you say is comparable? Like, am I am I am I still have just, just the same amount of level of service as I would on, on the Royal Caribbean Cruise as I would the Disney? Absolutely. I mean, some, some Disney people, I'm like when they this is it's a very valid question you're asking. I'm not I'm, I'm please. I'm, I'm not insulting you. No, this, no, no, no. The, that's story, fine. the story I get all the time is people. I always I want to ask people like, do you think they spit in your food or something at you? Like, what do you think they <laughs> do? Right, right. They, uh, on, you know, no, on, that's that's just carnival. <laughs> I mean, they are absolutely about service. Now, what you know, they, they do a great job. In fact, I'm not even going to mm-hmm. you know, it, it's a wonderful experience. They do great service. They go to amazing lengths. The I always tell people the. Um, the uh, the Adventure Ocean staff, which is their um, which is their kids programming the kids program. Okay, yeah, I am every cruise. I am amazed by the job they do with my kids. My daughters love it there. It's not that they they're not just babysitters. They really genuinely care about my kids, and they they do such an amazing job. Are some better than others in terms of just the general mm-hmm. crew? Absolutely. Some people are just there. They're collecting their paycheck. That's like Disney World right. too. You've right. seen it. Oh yeah. You know, you've Absolutely. seen the you've seen the 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 senior citizen who's there taking your ticket, or they don't even take <laughs> tickets anymore. But you know, you know those people. They're yeah. just they're, they're there for the paycheck. But there are other people there that absolutely love their jobs, and you bet that that's very much similar with with Royal Caribbean. They do a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the crew is amazing, very 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 friendly. They are this is a they're a family cruise line, just like just like Disney, and they want you to have a great time because if you're having a great time, you're going to spend more money. Right. Right. <laughs> I just want to have one quick question. Is there like a Bikini Adventurers Club over there? <laughs> is, there well, they, is there a topless deck like on the carnival? He's, he's asking me as the only single man on our show. I, 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 uh, <laughs> that, was, that was my nice way to do it. I do a Lido wanna, deck, like you're looking for yeah. a Lido deck. Like and I don't want to see Goofy in a bikini neither. <laughs> there, no, there's no there's no toplessness on Royal Caribbean ships. This is a family cruise line. However, you can go to St. Martin. There's there's toplessness on the, uh, on the French and Dutch side. So have at it. You can see lots of people you don't want to see naked, naked. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, Eli. You happy? No. Party on. (laughs) But I will. I I would consider going on a cruise. That is something I haven't done since I was a kid. You guys should. I'm telling you guys. Even if the four of you just do it as as just a you know a a getaway kind of thing, Mm -hmm. you guys are gonna love it. I'm. I'm, I promise you. And again, do Disney. It's fine. Uh, You're not insulting me. But get get an idea of what a cruise is all about, and then come over to Royal Caribbean because we've got cookies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's 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 so much fun and there's just so many differences and nuances about real, what Royal Caribbean does that really jive with me I mean how about a company that actually rewards you for going on their product mm-hmm. you know I mean Disney has the uh, castaway club but what do you get nothing, nothing literally really. nothing right. you get a number and a card yeah. you get to book 
something that you can pay for extra earlier. <laughs> I mean, this is something that gives you free drinks, yeah. coupons. They invite you to special parties. They, you get little gifts in your room. I mean, there's so many aspects of what Royal Caribbean does. And, you know, from, from the all the way from, from start to finish that I just love. And I just, like I said, the reason why I went to Royal Caribbean in the first place is because while I love Disney Cruise and I thought they did a great job with their product, their pricing is just... I mean, it's laughable, is it's, what it is. It's, it's tough and sometimes. I just don't know how you can justify. I mean, with the and to put it in perspective, on average, and this is a generalization, fair, right. to be fair. But in most cases, what you would pay for an inside stateroom on Disney, you could probably get a balcony, if not a suite, on Royal Caribbean for probably a longer cruise. You're kidding, really? Wow! I, and if you don't believe me, you say, "Matt, you're crazy." Okay, fine. That's Matt, cool. you're crazy. Matt, go, you're crazy. Go, <laughs> go, open up, go crack open your latest edition of the unofficial guide to Walt Disney World, written by Len Testa. Oh, that guy. And, and go over there, and there's a comparison in the Disney Cruise Line section. In the very beginning, he, there's a comparison about Disney and uh, the competition. And within there, you are going to find a listing of the difference in pricing. And this is from Len. This is not for me. I didn't write this thing. Mm. But it is literally in the thousands of dollars difference. No, wow. And who is this Len guy again? He's <laughs> <laughs> a nobody. I mean, talentless hack. <laughs> <laughs> well, well I mean, while we're talking Royal Caribbean, let's let's promote what you're doing now. Right now that you're not doing Disney, you're, you're, you have a podcast associated with this, yes? Yeah, um, I do. So I run RoyalCaribbeanBlog.com, and we have a podcast, a Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast, very original name. No, a Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast is a very original name. Like you don't normally see blog in a podcast. Yes, there you go. It's yeah. so cool. We fit two media words into the same. Uh, thing. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are pioneering again, Matt Hodgeberg. Mm -hmm. There you go. And yeah. we've had uh, Len's been on the show a couple times. Annette's been on the show a couple times. Um, and uh, it's a lot of fun. We just basically take a different topic, talk about it. There we do listener questions. It's, um, it's a weekly show. And uh, I think I, I, whether you're brand new to cruising or you've done it before, even if you don't cruise Royal Caribbean, I really feel there's a lot of the topics that can lend themselves to Disney as well. Because we talk mm -hmm. about, you know, like we just did uh, the, this as of at least the recording of this podcast. Um, the latest episode is about the top mistakes first-time cruisers make. Oh yeah, you can apply that. that to every cruise line, right? It doesn't. I mean, there are some that are slightly Royal Caribbean specific, but I guarantee you, if you're a diehard Disney cruiser, it will still be relevant to you. Mm. Yeah, no, that's so, cool. Yeah, I just subscribe to it. Uh, thank yeah. you, sir. Appreciate I'm paying that. attention. I'm gonna check it out because you, you have my curiosity peaked about Royal Caribbean. Finally, I so. will say. By the way, we, this, let me bring this whole full circle. So earlier, you guys were asking me about you know what's you know being being a host and and the, the nuances of that. Let me say, going from talking to four guys to talking to yourself, that, <laughs> it's hard to do. I give. Did you I feel like, like Lou? <laughs> yeah, like Lou. That's what it is. I do it by myself. And I remember the first couple of episodes, I was like literally sweating because it's like it's talking to yourself. How do you how do you talk to yourself? How do you ask yourself <laughs> questions? You know, and it's become. I've, I think I've gotten better at it. But it's um, boy, that that's a challenge in and of itself. So for just for fun, one day you guys should try to each of you record your own, you know, podcast episode for Magic Our Way, and just by yourself do the whole episode. And we it's, could do like uh, like Kiss. Uh, they all re released uh, albums, uh, <laughs> solo albums. Oh wow! <laughs> I'm not sure you ever want to compare yourself to Kiss. But yes, that's, uh, yeah, that's a fair, not, fair point. Not wearing no makeup with Lee is pretty old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow! Without somebody to play off of, mm -hmm. it, you know, it's like bouncing a tennis ball against the wall. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great way of <laughs> describing it because it's very true. And you you just learn. I don't know. You just practice long enough. You start figuring it out like, okay, this is how I do transitions. Right. This is how I talk to myself. I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's very much a challenge. So with four guys, I'm telling you, you guys have it easy because four guys is really <laughs> it's great because, you know, you guys know there's days where you mail it in. You're oh. like, okay, Len's going to talk the whole time. Yeah, like awesome. today. All right. I, yeah. <laughs> like today. <laughs> cool. Well, um, we like to wrap up our interviews with a couple of questions. Sure. Uh, the first one is, what Disney character personifies you the most? Gaston. Really? Explain. He's awesome. Um, <laughs> I am... I, I share a lot of physical attributes with Gaston. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> I, Hold on. Okay. Are we talking about the same Gaston? Yeah, I'm particularly good at, at, at spitting. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think my wife is very lucky to have me. He is my role model. And quite frankly, <laughs> underappreciated. He's just misunderstood. The man just ha is in love with a girl. Is that so wrong? 
No, no, no. But I can tell you one thing. If you could go to your tavern and tell them to bring back the lamb shank, I'll be much appreciative. (laughs) (laughs) Can can you do that for me? (laughs) He really misses it. I do. He does miss it. I was upset when I went there in November and it wasn't there. I was right there. I never saw a grown man cry before, but I did that day. (laughs) Yes. There's there's no meat to be had. All right. Our next question is Disneyland or Walt Disney World? Uh, I mean, I can't give you a really uh, honest answer. I mean, I went to Disneyland when I was like six years old and haven't been back since. So I'm going to say Disney World, and I'm just going to qualify by saying, look at their castle and look at our castle, and you tell me which one is better. Mm. You're talking about size matters? <laughs> size matters, my friend. <laughs> Ask your girlfriend, size matters. Yes. I love the, the breadth of Walt Disney World, right? The amount of stuff, you know, there's there's so much, right? Even you know, The resorts, the the parks, the... You know, the water park. I mean, there's mm-hmm. I love the idea that there is just so much there. That is what it's so appealing to it. That's what Walt thought, too. He's mm-hmm. like, well, this thing was cute, but let's do it the real way. And that's why he <laughs> built Walt Disney World. I mean, that's not an insult. I mean, that's really no, what that's, he, that's, 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 that's what he said. You're actually yeah. right with that. Yeah. I always actually I thought the best castle. Not, I'm not going to count Shanghai because I've literally seen like two photos of it. But right. I thought the best castle is Disneyland Paris. Okay, I was about to say this. Yeah, I was about to yeah, say Disneyland Paris is awesome because they've got a dragon underneath. They they built it into the landscaping a whole lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think Disneyland Paris is a vastly underrated park in just terms of sheer beauty. Have you have you ever been to any of the overseas parks? No, I haven't. It's kind of a surprise. I would like to. I was dying to go to Paris, but it's never worked out. I have been to Paris, and you will be surprised that the castle is not as big as you think it is. Huh. It really is not. I, that was the first thing that blew me away. Is I'm expecting this grandiose, majestic castle, and it, it really is a trickery. Of, From a land of castles, you would think. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. It, it really is a trick of the eye when you Force look at it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not near as big as you would think it is. I mean, not, that's not to say it's not big or not as big as Cinderella's. I'm just saying that it did not add up as far as I thought it would. Well, I learned something today. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, and yeah, I have the same aspirations with Tokyo Disney Sea. One day I will see that park because it just seems just so amazing to me. Absolutely. Yeah. And our last question. If there ever came a time where Disney said, we're going to give you, Matt Hotchberg, a window in Main Street, what would you like it to say? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) 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 Are you guys familiar with the uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin logo? Don't talk, Russ, and we'll be here for another hour. (laughs) Do that. Do you know what Stone Cold Steve Austin is known for? Oh God! One of his gestures. Yeah. Yes. Can we go with that? Uh, no, I'm just. Okay. Um, <laughs> I thought you were saying Austin three sixteen says I just I just put my name in a window. One of his other gestures he does with his hands. Um, you stole call you you just break the glass is what you're saying. Just break the glass. Yeah, that was the start of the music. Yeah. Um, gone cruising. Gone cruising. There you go. Let's go with that one because I literally. Some things I think about, for, like the like the mm-hmm. Gaston question, I thought about that many, many times in my life. That one I've never thought of. That's a great question. Yeah, you know, it's Can funny. I, you, I was oh. going to say that just means we asked you something original, which we're proud of. It took us how long to get to an original question? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Matt, before we wrap up, uh, we did have some, some of our listeners write in um, who are also fans of yours, of course. And uh, our listener, Kirk Landry, he just wanted to make a statement more than a question. He said, get the band back together, please. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you guys ever think about uh, doing a, you know, not, not maybe a regular thing, but doing a like reunion, a like a reunion mean, show? Yeah, I mean, I guess you haven't been out that long of the game, but, you know. I've, I mean, we've only been gone for a very, for a very short time. I mean, the, if it makes you feel any better, we text each other quite often. There's a group text message of the four of us where we kind of just talk about random things out there. Oh. Um, I appreciate the sentiment, and I'm glad that it's nice that you – obviously, you enjoy the product that we put out there. Um, I, I will never rule anything out. I mean, personally, like I said, I'm enjoying my self-imposed retirement <laughs> in my exile, <laughs> however you want to call it. Um, I mean, it's – you know, I think what was fun about it was just talking to the guys. I mean, we joke we should just do a podcast about like you know anything. We talk about sports. I yeah, don't care what Disney. it is. You know, it's not really about that. But um, I appreciate the sentiment, and um, I mean, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, every I mean, Van Halen got back together, so I don't think it's out of the realms of possibilities that the four of us could appear somewhere at some point. But in the next two weeks, probably not. But <laughs> I appreciate the. Uh, it really does mean a lot that 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 you're saying that, and thank you very much. And then we had another listener, yes. Yeah, we had another listener question for. This is from Mr. Richard Hercher, or uh, on our show known as Mr. Mononymous. A uh, couple things. Favorite park? Are we still going to go with Studios? 
Absolutely. Best right. park in Walt Disney World. Awesome. Uh, favorite ride, which you already know, actually, you and uh, Kevin share the same favorite ride. Y'all both love Dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> favorite ride, Tower of Terror. It's the best attraction in Walt Disney World, bar none, not even close. All right. Favorite. Better than Haunted Mansion? Haunted Mansion is a one-trick pony. Oh. It, is, oh. it has no story to it. Um, well, ta- look, what makes a great attraction? Well, it's got it's a fun ride, Can you do thrilling this? ride. Tower's uh-huh. got that. Haunted Mansion really doesn't have that. Um, it has great theme. That's what Disney's really known for. Haunted Mansion has that, no question about it. Uh-huh. Uh, so Haunted Mansion has absolutely no story. Tower of Terror is telling you a story throughout the entire process. Even when you're just walking down Sunset Boulevard, you hear the eerie music. Something's amiss. Mm-hmm. And as you enter the grounds, wow, this place is really dilapidated. Wonder why it's so weird. And you walk in, you're you're told the story of the Tower of Terror, and you explore eventually. And sorry, spoiler alert. Entering the fifth dimension, and you get to there's a story being told, and it's Haunted Mansion only has one of those three aspects. Tower of Terror has three. Wow. You see, now I would have to disagree with you a, a little bit on that one because really? I, I would have to <laughs> Didn't say see that coming. Yeah, <laughs> I would have to say that the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror does have a, a, a little bit more of a, of a story. Uh, that is obvious, but I think if you look, and I think that's why the Haunted Mansion is so great. It, you can find six or seven stories going on. You have the Madame Leota story. You have the Bride story. You have the Hatbox ghost. So I, I would say the, that the there Bride are story, story. The Bride story was shoehorned in there. That was a la- That was a recent thing. And it's, it's not. It's not essential. If you have to, it's like the old joke. You know, if someone has to explain a menu to you at a restaurant, it's not a very good menu. Mm-hmm. If you have someone has to explain you the story at Haunted Mansion, you've got to dig for it. That's just a nice little you know nugget to look for. I'm telling you, it's it's it, it, it's about it's about the total. It's I'm gonna make a sports reference, like everything else in my life. If you follow baseball, there's something called a five-tool player. Mm-hmm. It's what every team wants. So a five-tool player, is someone who can uh, run, has speed, has a good throwing arm, can hit for average, can hit for power, and one other thing I always forget what that last one is. But that's what makes a great baseball. All the great baseball players on, that have ever played the game are five-tool players, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same is true for attractions. If you're a one-trick pony, which is what the Haunted Mansion is, and they've shoehorned things in l- lately, right? The cute, They added the cute, which is cute. They added the, the bride thing. But Tower of Terror, baby, it's got it all. It's, it's the total package. You know, because you're the guest, uh, you get to be right. <laughs> Let's qualify this. So Danny is a huge Haunted Mansion fan. If you, if you it's it's, oh, it's yeah. a very nice attraction. Can I just say one thing, though? Yeah, absolutely. No one's talking about putting Guardians of the Galaxy into Haunted Mansion because it's so boring. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, but you're the guest, so you get to be right. I'm, I, all right. I, I'm done. <laughs> I think this all just started off on a weird note with the dinosaur thing, and it just went south. That's that's all good. Well, you know, I've always been curious about the dinosaur thing. Uh, you know, I I like the attraction, if anything, for the ride system itself. Now, he won't let the guest be right. He'll he'll fight dirty. Watch no, out. No, the, <laughs> one of those host well, things going. Just, I don't know. It's just, it's just like one of those things where it's like, oh, I always wanted to ask Matt this, but never had a chance to because I never wrote in. And here's I, your chance. Here's your chance. Now he's here. So I was just curious what, 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 the deal, what, what you didn't like about, I guess, dinosaurs. Other than the name, because I know I don't like the name itself. It's you liked, uh, what was it? What was the Countdown to Extinction. To- Countdown to Extinction. Countdown to Extinction. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but I, it's a very jarring experience. Like at first it starts out fine, mm-hmm. but then it's what happens. The bulk of the ending is you're in the dark, you're going back and forth, very herky jerky. Right. And there is a large dinosaur in air quotes, uh, yelling in your face. Like if you, <laughs> have you guys ever paid attention to the size of the carnosaur? It appears three times and every, the first time mm-hmm. it's fairly normal size what you'd expect whatever the mm-hmm. first time you see it the next size is about double the size and by the third time it's the size of a vw bus right and it is like and and that is what is like and you're in the dark <laughs> yeah. completely pitch black can't see your hand in front of your face I with this no tons of noise like it's not like it's cheating sorry it's just not yeah. it, that to me i never enjoyed that kind of experience it's just yeah. you know I don't, I don't know it, it's like you know it's like it's like a horror movie where you know obviously how do they get you to scare you well they just all of a, the music gets really tense, and then something pops out, and it gets really loud. Right? That's like mm-hmm. almost guaranteed to scare anybody. So do you just kind of like those uh, those old 3D sound booths? 
<laughs> without the movement <laughs> I, <guess. laughs> I i just it, it's it literally scared me for it still i i think if i were to ride today i would still be apprehensive about it oh, fair enough mm. yeah I, I think for me I'm, I'm just enamored with it because of the ride system itself more so than you know the story like if, if i had to choose between this and its sister attraction the indiana jones uh, temple of uh, uh, uh forbidden eye attraction yeah. i would pick the indiana jones one um, oh yeah, I, I would love to go try that out because I think I agree with you. It is a really cool ride. Yeah, I think that's a better use of that ride system than what they have here. Um, but I, I guess for me, my my, my uh, love for it is just the, the the fact that it's such a uh, unique ride system that ZZ's come up with in a long time. If mm-hmm. that makes sense, you know, it's not like a roller coaster, it's not an omni mover, but it's something completely different that nobody else is using. Let, let me ask you this real, real quick, Matt. All right, so. You got to remake the rock and roller coaster. Just saying, hey, guys, look, the studio, we're upgrading here. Aerosmith, that's old. Who do you put in there? One Direction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. And I rest my case on Haunted Mansion <laughs> versus Twilight Zone Doctor. But you know, that, that, that kind of makes sense for a ride. Right? Just go One Direction. One Direction. <laughs> that would make it popular? I know he's playing. What, 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 what's the real answer? Oh man, that's a real. I mean, I was like, I thought Bon Jovi would be a perfect fit for that. They've got some good music that is um, that similar, similar vein. Like, what makes Aerosmith such a great band for the ride is that they've got a lot of music that people know, mm-hmm. but it's not like like I like ACDC, but they're the subject of their songs are a little. Um, they can't be playing <laughs> not exactly, bells. Yeah, not exactly. yeah, they're pleasure yeah. islandish. Loving yeah. an elevator—that's vague. <laughs> Actually, they change it. They're loving a roller coaster. If you pay attention. Oh, I didn't. I never caught that. Yeah, yeah. It's loving a roller coaster, but yeah. Wow. To your point, I mean, they're all all lyrics are like that. I mean, but that being said, I think Bon Jovi lends itself pretty well to that. They're still fairly relevant uh, today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always thought Bon Jovi would be a good fit. I like ACDC, but I don't think they'll ever do it. So no, yeah, I think I just think rock bands are just the obvious choice. Right. And, yeah, I was gonna uh, say that I think Aerosmith is just as like I think bon, John Bon Jovi and. Aerosmith, they're kind of right around the exact same time frame. I was, I was more thinking of somebody. Winger or Queensryche? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. That's, again, that's Ooh. still stepping too far Queensryche, back. Queensryche, Winger. Y'all don't remember those? <laughs> Am I dating? Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Fire Riot. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll stop. stop. Clearly, <laughs> we're a bunch of old people who have no finger on the pulse of music these days. I uh, love top 40 music. I don't know if it's something about my age I got around. In the last couple of years, I can't get enough of top 40 music. I love One Direction, uh, One Republic. Um, oh, so that was a... Taylor was, Swift. Oh my God. Love Taylor. Love Tay-Tay. I love um, Tay-Tay. So that One Direction thing's a shoot. That, w- that wasn't... You weren't kidding. No, I was kidding. But <laughs> oh, I, think, I knew it would get a laugh, but I actually do think <laughs> their music is really... Ca- I just think it's catchy. It, the kids would probably dig it, I bet. You know, like the kids, uh, you know, I guess the, the teens. Uh, who, who's One Direction appeal to now? Like the tweens? Tweens, yeah. Tweens, yeah. yeah. Well, they, they'd probably yeah. dig that, and they'd drag their parents on it, I guess. Maybe. What about uh, Michael Jackson? Would you shoot one in? No. No? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> all right, all right. Lionel Richie, then. That'd like, that take your girlfriend on that ride. Yeah. Okay, and, and last question for me. Who's your favorite wrestler? Uh, of all time, Chris Jericho. I've always been a Jericho holic. Why, J? Huh? I didn't see that. Love what? Not not today's. Oh, please, what he does now is he needs to give it up. But um, <laughs> back in the, in the nineties, he was amazing. Oh, um, I, I, mean, I always have respect for you know The yeah. Rock, uh, Stone Cold, amazing Undertaker. But I was my favorite. The guy I would w- w- really be rooting for, whether he was a heel or a face, was uh, Jericho. I love Jericho. Iron Heart. Oh man. The 90s, it was the best wrestling. The, oh, God, yeah. It was so good. I love that stuff. And that's you know, what's funny is, here, I'll bring it full circle. Uh, Scopa and I both really like wrestling. We both watch all the no There way, were really. many live shows. <laughs> we would have the pay-per-view on while we're doing the show. And, like, and we'd be chatting with each other like, dude, did you see Undertaker came back and, and gave a tombstone? Which, of course, is a band move now. You can't do that. <laughs> so when they do that, it's like, dude. And, like, you know, that was like. We, we we totally marked out to a lot of those things. I never pegged Scopa for a wrestling fan. That's awesome, though. Eli and I are the two hugest wrestling fans in the world. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I'm a big Kevin Nash fan. I love Kevin Nash. Diesel. Diesel yeah. is my man. Did you know I work for WWE? No. What? Get out of here. Yeah. No, like uh, in the last, uh, what was 20, 2014, 2015, I worked for them. Doing what? Web development. 
Oh wow! Is that why you so, moved back to like the, the up north? When, uh, when no, that was a different job. Uh, I go through. Len always gave me, always was making fun of me for having like a new job every five minutes. But uh, <laughs> when I got a chance to work for WWE, I was like, oh my god, are you like? I, I guess yeah. this is what people feel about Disney World. Like I was like, oh my god, uh, work <laughs> like my boss literally was Triple H. Yeah, get out of here! <laughs> you talk to Triple H. No, I'm not trying to. I'm just saying, that's he, awesome. He pedigree me. I love Triple H. <laughs> that's my so guy. So, when you say you're doing web development, was that for WWE.com for the network? What, what, um, for WWE.com. Okay, cool. Wow, that's awesome. You can still see the app, the WWE app. They have occasion. They don't do it as much anymore. They have this thing called Second Screen. You probably saw it like advertised a yeah, lot yeah, a couple yeah, of years yeah. ago. But they still do it occasionally during the Slammies. Anyway, that part of the app I wrote. Man. So when you go watch during the Slammies next year and they do the voting and you get to see like the video in there and the little stuff, they have little voting aspects. That's all me. We can thank you for it. There you go. Wow, see? Man of many talents. I like that. You got some hidden gems in there. I like that. I could keep him here for another hour. No question. <laughs> I'm, I'm Y'all go. better say goodbye because I'm like now I'm getting interested. Get his number because the well, next paper you come on, yeah. you might want to do a live podcast <laughs> with him. If you could do me one favor, Matt, and please say a hello to one of your biggest fans, might even be considered a stalker, Linda Ellis Stewing. Can you just say hi to Linda for us? Linda Ellis Stewing, hello. It's Wednesday, or actually it's Thursday, May nineteenth, twenty sixteen, and you're listening to the oh my gosh magic our way podcast and thank you so much for the wrestling fan here. network <laughs> and big shout out to super fan linda thank you all right so last question also from mr mononymous blue sky you can change anything about the disney corporation parks anything at all what do you change wholesale firing of the management upper management that manages get rid of Iger. Get rid of mm-hmm. all of his little underlings that manage the. I would have fired what's his name that just that quit. So he saved my he saved me a trip there. Um, I want to get people that know the parks in charge of the parks. I've always give this example is that if you're if you run Bank of America or any bank, it doesn't matter. Do you hire someone who has banking experience to run your company, or do you hire someone who has absolutely no experience doing it? You hire a banker. You hire someone who has experience doing what you do. And it's always boggled my mind that outside of Michael Eisner, they have always hired money pinchers to, to do that. So I say the problem with Walt Disney World today is that the direction in that you need someone who loves the product to be in charge of the product. That passion breeds a better experience. No question about it. We see that. Let's uh, look at um, John Lasseter. Why did John Lasseter succeed? Because the man loved animation. Literally mm-hmm. loved it. He wasn't some dude who was in the. I mean, he was in the industry, but he wasn't. He's not like an industry guy, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm in charge of Disney, I'm putting people that love the product because they are going to be the best people to vanguard its long term potential. Not only with people that are new to the experience, but also fans as well. Because whether Disney likes to admit it or not, I mean, its fans, its customer loyalty is what drives the product day in day out. Cool, Matt. I mean, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on our show, man. It's just, uh, it, it's it's still kind of surreal and still kind of awestruck just to hear your voice on the other end of the line. Absolutely. After having heard it for about the past 10 years in, out of my car in the podcast, you know, it's <laughs> kind of like, well, dude, there he is. <laughs> you like that. Thank you for paving the way. Thank you for laying the asphalt. Yeah. Thank you for opening the door for a lot of us to, to inspire a Be lot of us to, get, to do what we do. And, um, we really, really, really appreciate everything you guys did. And man, I, I tell you what, uh, this has been a huge honor and a, and a great step forward uh, in being able to speak to people who've inspired us to do what we do. Well, I really, I mean, guys, thank, first of all, thank you for having me on here. It was a lot of fun actually going down memory lane and talking about these things. It's not a, it wasn't the typical kind of interview, mm-hmm. uh, which is awesome. Credit to you guys. It was a lot of fun talking with him. And I absolutely loved being on here. Thank you guys so much. This was amazing. A lot of fun. Absolutely. Cool. And, and by the way, judging by the fan response we got, you guys could get together and do this all again tomorrow and y'all would not lose a listener. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, y'all are still loved and y'all are still missed. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, man. Guys, we hope you enjoyed our interview with Mr. Matt Hodgeberg. Uh, if you didn't, if you just listened to this episode for the first time, make sure you catch the first half of this uh, on a previous show. I'll provide a link of that in our show notes, just in case you missed that half. 
But yeah, it was a lot of fun having him, man. And we're, I'm sure we're going to have him in a very future show because he, he had a lot of opinions and stuff and just things that we couldn't bring up on the air at the moment. But next show, man, game is on. We're going to bring it. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe a little bit of wrestling, too. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you just expected a separate little wrestling podcast release. Uh, a totally different show. Nothing. No, something different. But anyway, yeah, I, it was a lot of fun. So, guys, if you want to learn more about the Magic Arway podcast, magicarway.com is the way to go. There you will find social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us through the following ways. Shoot us an email at magicarway at gmail.com or call and text us. Yes, I did say text us at 1-815-MO-WEEKEND. That is 1-815-MO-WEEKEND. 669-4226. Guys, you can support several members of the show. First up is Mr. Eli Ivory of IvoryComics.com. Eli, what can they do for you? Oh, you're more than welcome to come to the www.IvoryComics.com website. Got all kind of good stuff for you to check out. Uh, you could get the Project Geisha book uh, online via PayPal or credit card. Um, there's also work you can check out there, and uh, you can leave posts. You're oh, probably wow. the only person that still uses the reach me at www thing. Like most people will just say aubreycomics.com. I'm just trying, like, I was trying to spell it out. Like, you know, you never know when there's like some. There's know, only one website. <laughs> he's worked so hard for your comic book needs, and he's going to spell it out for you. www. How you doing? Ivorycomics.com. I will spell the whole thing out, but. It's like Ivory liked the soap and comics. Put that together. You got good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? All right. Uh, okay. Uh, other than that, you go to Facebook. Check out uh, Project Gage has a Facebook page there. Some still some all you can leave comments as well. I do read them. I do see when you like something. I'm fully aware of that, so right on it. Uh, you can also find me at Eli H Ivory at Facebook.com. Also, EIV504, if you have Instagram, and Hancock10166, if you're on Twitter. So I'm out there for you. Reach out, and I'll shake your hand cyber-wise, okay? Thank you very much. <laughs> awesome. And if you want to support the Magic Hour Podcast, as well as support a very worthy foundation, you can book a vacation with Mr. Lee Lastavica. Lee, how can they do that with you? Well, now you can call me on the new number. You have a new number. Woo! Get out of here. Man, a lot's yeah. changed since the last time you've been in the studio. Yeah, it's uh, 832 Bananas. No, sorry. No, <laughs> <laughs> no sorry. Uh, 413 Diz Trip. That's 413 D-I-Z-T-R-I-P. What? Yeah, and that's just for my weekends. <laughs> no one else has that number. So, if, you know, if I see that come up, I know it's a my weekend calling me. Everybody else thinks they're talking to them, but I'm really talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so call me. New number. Again, 413-D-I-Z-T-R-I-P. Uh, uh, what? You can email me at lee at magicarway.com. And you can also check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. And what was that number again, just to be sure, Lee? That's 413-D-I-Z-T-R-I-P. Uh, or 413-349-8747. Or That's nice. All right. So, guys, you can support the Magic Hour podcast as a whole by clicking on our affiliate links on our website. Mm -hmm. You can also buy some beignets and support the show that way. We get hungry. And you can represent the Moican Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And we're going to get some new designs coming up very, very soon. So keep an eye out for that. I've been working. And please leave a rating and a review in iTunes or wherever you download the show. Whether it is Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play, etc., or even TuneIn. TuneIn, we're on TuneIn on Radio now. Mm -hmm. So you can definitely find us there. And be sure to check us out on Mad Hatter Radio coming up very soon. There's an app for that. You can listen to all kind of unique Disney music. And you can, in the very near future, listen to the best of Magic Hour Podcast. So there you go. And we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Our Way podcast. How you doing? How you doing? So get in touch with us today. So my weekends, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. Magic out. I have every intention <laughs> of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. <laughs> 
the necessities of Mother Nature's recipe. Hey guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh man, Italians recognizing Italians. You know what song <laughs> he likes that? What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the Navigator. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an ra- online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Carway and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it? Yeah, let me tell you what's good. But you hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. But you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could mm-hmm. probably hear a country version of this. Oh wow! You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of. Hi. Give me Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, get him, get up again. Oh yeah. You know? Hot tub. What you say now, <laughs> Disney? That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and 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 r- attraction sounds, but they give you. Every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs, like Tony Bennett right here, this yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. Bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, bada boom. Well, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay. Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh? 